0: Hello guys, happy Tuesday. This is Chris and Caitlin with Comes with Baggage, and unfortunately we're both a bit sick this week.
1: I didn't, I just, I was like, oh, she's introducing me. Usually I have to say my own name. I can get used to not having to do that. That's like one less job for me.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't know. My brain's a little scrambled at the moment just because I'm feeling so ill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we are we are both a hot mess. Uh, I was just telling Kate I spent a good portion of last night and this morning just lying on the floor of my shower with it on as hot as it goes, just like shivering. Uh, so I am I am feeling awful. I'm and hoping I'm,
0: like, sweating just <laughs> thinking about that because I'm so and normally my bedroom is freezing cold, but I'm so warm right now.
1: <laughs> uh I hopefully we don't both have the Wuhan coronavirus, that would be awkward.
0: Although you know what, I really wish they'd call it something else than the coronavirus because that just makes it sound so appealing to me.
1: <laughs> I know the I owner of corona. corona must be uh, the owner of Corona must be just just like God damn, anything else. Call it the Budweiser virus. <laughs> to be fair, though, it was called the coronavirus even before this outbreak. Like it's just a kind of yeah, virus, it's a kind so. of
0: it's a yeah. I was reading up on it, but for some reason, the names only just become exciting now yes
1: it's definitely blowing up there's been cases in australia uh, none here in in georgia thankfully apparently uh, I think there's the...
0: one in southampton
1: oh wow and there's there, it's everywhere um which is a worry um
0: hopefully we don't have it
1: <laughs> oh if i have it i'll be really annoyed because i haven't been anywhere near any of the places that have it well because i was um, reading up on it
0: yesterday and it was saying that it's like it starts out like a cold and flu mm-hmm. and then but it gets like it gets worse really really fast basically like within a week yeah, it's um, a lot like
1: SARS, they were saying as well.
0: Yeah, I've never had SARS, so I don't know no? <laughs> what oh, I'm supposed well, to be looking good. out for. Never had SARS, I oh. don't <laughs> but, um, but I'm like, shit, I've got a cold. And I'm like, so every day I wake up and I'm like, am I feeling worse? How much worse am I feeling today? Do I need to go to the hospital? But oh. no, I mean, I don't feel great at all, but I don't, I definitely don't. I'm
1: pretty sure I just have a run of the mill head cold.
0: Yeah, um, same. Which is funny because
1: last week I had a run of the mill just regular cold and now I've got the dizzy, sick kind of one. Well, anyway. yesterday
0: <laughs> you messaged me saying that you were. this is going to be the first hungover recording that you were going to do and I was really looking forward to giving uh, you a hard time for being hungover. I do not feel remotely. Sick yeah, I don't feel remotely hungover.
1: Yeah, no, I, wine here in Georgia is so cheap, you're getting, we're getting, you buy it by the leader. And it's like three dollars a liter, Uh, and it's good. Like it's all like well, like recently made. They don't do vintage. They don't really do bottles for years sort of thing here. It was so good though. Um, But I thought for sure I'd be hungover today. But I have a plan. Um, I have like a system that that usually helps when I uh, am trying to avoid having a hangover, and that's come home, stay awake till I don't feel like drunk anymore. So sometimes it means staying up till four or five in the morning. But the trick is not to go to bed drunk, and then just chugging water and eating. Uh, and so yeah, I did that it, last night and it felt fine. I,
0: I, yes, like I, I get that. Like I I did that last earlier last week. I came home and I was a bit drunk. And so I made myself some noodles and watched Love Island. Um, <sighs> and so by the time I went to bed, I definitely didn't feel drunk anymore. But uh-huh. for me, it's that extra, it's that like extra bit of time that I could have been sleeping because I hate feel like waking up and it's just such a struggle to get out of bed because I'm just so tired because I've Oh well, the trick is you have to later. sleep
1: till you want to get up. So I mean, if it's a work night, you can't do it. Yeah. Um But for me, like I slept today till noon mostly because I felt awful uh, from the sickness, but uh, I slept till noon, rolled out of bed, and so no hangover. Just just feel like death warmed up. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna power well, on the... how
0: is um <laughs> how is Tbilisi
1: it's been good you guys uh, moved we've...
0: into a new apartment so we
1: did we have our lovely new apartment uh here in the center of the city we've been having some great food we went out last night with Tomo and Megzi from Food oh Fun did Travel. you yeah yeah we had a dinner with them um we did trivia with them on Tuesday and we got destroyed not not we, we didn't lose we came second, but we got destroyed by alcohol. Oh. <laughs> uh, we were we were all feeling very much the worst aware the next day. That's so funny. Um Yeah, no, it's been fun so far. Uh, we're supposed to go to a birthday party tonight, but we're gonna have to see if I can like remain upright because all I wanna do right now is crawl back no. in I tried to I wanted oh, to shit. record from bed. Yeah. I was like, if I can just lie on my side and just record the podcast, but I thought that's just gonna get uh I'll probably just start snoring into the microphone. So we're powering through for yeah. all our comebaggers out there. <laughs> Um, oh God, at- <laughs> I can't believe you are trying to make this a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, until someone says it's not a thing other than you, until a listener says I don't like being called that, uh, that's what I'm calling them.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Now, rate, review, subscribe. And in your review, tell about how amazing we are, but put a little caveat that you don't want to be called comebagger. <laughs> uh,
1: and then maybe he'll guys. stop.
0: Maybe I'll, um, stop. I'll stop. Yeah, this week I... I went to, um, if anyone's ever been to London before, and has heard of Top Secret Comedy Club, mm. um, one of my friends took me, and it was three pounds, and you got to see six comedians over the course of a night, and the bar was super cheap, and it was right in Covent Garden, which is the area that you and I, me you and mm. Rochelle, had dinner.
1: Yeah, we're all just like near the West End, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was so much fun. It was hilarious. Everyone was amazing. It was packed. Apparently, it sold. It sells out every Wednesday. Wow. Um and so I bought for 10 quid I bought a membership card that basically lets me go for free for a year from what? Sunday through Monday Sunday through Wednesday and then I get um half price tickets on Thursdays and then 20% off for me and five people on Fridays and Saturdays.
1: Wow, that's really good.
0: Yeah, for 10 quid considering it's only 3 quid for the stand up nights on Wednesdays as long as I go to four. I've made yeah, money.
1: You've back. Made a, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, definitely drank way too much because it was so cheap <laughs> that we just kept drinking. I'm
1: sensing a theme this week with you and I. <laughs> yeah. But
0: then this leads to, well, and then Thursday I went to Bogan Bingo.
1: Ooh. Is that an Australian thing? I'm guessing. Yes.
0: So it's two guys that are, one of them guy had like the huge mullet that was actual real. And then the other guy oh, just wow. had like a mullet wig on. And they dress up and it's a lot of like rock ballads and. Oh. 80s and 90s music, well 80s, 70s and 80s music and just lots of sing along sort of stuff, but then you also do it's bingo still. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's just it was so much fun. But I tried I tried not to drink that night because I could feel that morning that I was getting sick, but it was all the tickets prices like proceeds go to the fires. Um, so I went with some friends and so, but I was like, I'm not going to drink cause I don't want to feel like shit the next day, especially cause I feel like I'm getting sick. And then yeah. sure enough, woke up yesterday and was dying.
1: <laughs> well, I am lucky enough to have my wife uh, here taking care of me. Uh, she's got me. Well, I've got orange juice, aloe vera juice, a high C, like, oh, not high C, like vitamin C, tablet, water. She's cooking me soup tonight. Mm. So uh, I'm sorry. I know that you don't have a uh, a, a caregiver there right now. Um. <laughs> I know. I was telling my
0: flatmate <laughs> that I was sick. And because he was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Should we do something? And I was like, uh, I'm sick. So I'm not, I'm just going to chill at home. And he was like, don't fucking get me sick. And I was like, fine. <laughs> I'll stay in my room and exile Classic. myself. And he was like, yeah, good. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, think I was like, thanks for your sympathy. Stage. And he was like, oh, feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rashad doesn't get a lot of choice because we like, obviously we share a bed. We've got a small apartment. She's going to get this. And then I'm going to have to be the one going out and fetching stuff for her.
0: Yeah, she's doing um, it with, in a tactical way of if I take good care of him and then I get sick, then he has to take care of me.
1: She's a clever girl. Yeah, she's uh, that's probably it. She's playing the long, call, the long game. Um, in positive,
0: but- exciting news. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a hundred percent for sure yet, but we were talking about my visa last week. Oh I was yeah, worried I have to go back to New York. I spoke to my work, and they don't think the New York office is going to happen just yet. Um oh. I will have to go back to New York for a week at least, just to like pick up the visa. In which case, I'll do some stuff for work there. But they're fine with me going to Europe. Oh, that's awesome for the five. Or five of the weeks or whatever that is much um, better than the alternative yeah so my best friend tristan lives there he's got a spare room i can sublease my room here not pay anything there i'll end up fucking coming up like a grand <laughs> how um, long do you
1: need to go over there
0: it said end of Feb to mid-April, so about six oh, weeks. Oh, wow. Okay, but a week, so, yeah. I was like, I do oh, so have why are you
1: your room on a visa run? But six weeks is a long time. No, no, no.
0: It's not. We don't do visa runs here in the UK. Like, you can only spend up to six months oh, that's out of right. a 12-month yeah, period. So to... You can't just leave and re-enter and it restarts.
1: No. Not like Georgia. You can do that here in Georgia. Just yeah. cross the border and then come back. Another year-long visa.
0: No. So um so that's exciting so it looks like i'll be going to croatia in march it's not fully set in stone yet oh and they do have this really awesome co-working space there that's yeah. all like remote trap like you know expats and remote workers. yeah like so what like we that. worked from you know and it only in, costs 150 yeah, pounds a month damn that's good <laughs> which is ridiculous compared to what our co-working space costs in london <laughs> um yeah so i'm super excited and then also it'll be nice to like i mean i love croatia i love croatians i have a lot of croatian friends but it'd also be nice to, like, kind of, if I'm working and, like, be around other expats and. and
1: yeah, yeah. Workers. We definitely enjoyed being in a co working space in Vietnam. Ours was a lot more transient because, obviously, it's a, a backpackery town. So there were a lot of really nice people, but they left after, you know, two, three months. So there was yeah. a constant flow of people you couldn't really make lasting for Oh, I feel like that's
0: going to be like that here.
1: It probably will be. Co working spaces, uh, I feel like generally attract that kind of person because, you yeah. know, you just need to get some work done.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll be way more productive being actually in an office than I would ever be trying to get shit done in an apartment. (laughs) I let myself get distracted. We found that. I
1: I can work pretty much anywhere uh, with pretty decent efficiency. Um, But I know like my wife, Rochelle, she she really preferred to be at the co-working space on work days because it let her have that separation. And it also gave her that extra, you know, if everyone else was working, she needed to work. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm so used to like doing emails at two in the morning at an airport now that I can pretty much just work anywhere.
0: No, I I I don't have the. I just I just get distracted too easy. But if I have other people around me, like 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 you were saying about Rochelle, that are working, then yeah, it motivates me.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that's the big part of the appeal.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited yeah. about that.
1: Nice. Well, that's pretty um, much all the updates
0: that's, in my life at the moment.
1: You've got way more good news than I do. I've just had like sickness. Oh, I suppose we've been eating some good food and enjoying Tbilisi. We skyped my uh, my dad yesterday for his birthday. Uh, he doesn't listen So I'm not going to say happy birthday um, But my uh, <laughs> my, nep- my nephew The one that lived with us in, in China and Vietnam He was down at the house for the party And he got on and he's like Hey, when are you coming home? He's four? Three, I was going to say, how old is he? Yeah. He's very young So he's like, when are you coming home? And I said, oh, not till Christmas And he would not stop crying He was so sad oh. He was like,
0: they're, they're not going to come back for a long time
1: And like I'm just like, we're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry Breaks sorry. my
0: heart
1: and then I got on Facebook uh, like right after the call, and I saw that a year ago today, my status was a photo of us Skyping with him, where he's also crying. So, for, <laughs> so like for a year later to the day, I made my poor nephew cry again. Um, You're going to make this well, an annual, uh, annual, uh, annual thing. It'll be easy to remember, because it's my dad's birthday. I'll just call him and <laughs> make him sad. No, we really miss him. We're trying to get them to come uh, to our wedding in the US, or maybe come teach or live here for a while, but um you know they've got a lot going on with kids and and yeah. careers so it does suck though because we basically i mean i've been around him since he was six months old pretty much nonstop. Yeah. um so i mean when when he was really young he he called me and his dad dad just interchangeably sometimes uh and you know like when they were working full-time and i worked from home i spent a lot of time with him so like yeah. i yeah i feel like he's all he's like my surrogate son until i have a real one um <laughs> so yeah we miss him a lot um so I guess my week's just a real downer. It's yeah, like colds, hangovers and sad nephews. We should probably just stop before I just, just like sob openly on the microphone.
0: Um. Well, my sister's super stoked that I'm here because she's like nine and I'm taking her next weekend, I think. She's super excited. We're going to a junior zookeeper day. Ooh. So we get to go to some like little, it's not like a big zoo. It doesn't have like the big animals and stuff like that. Cause I kind of have weird moral issues with things like that. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, this is more like a care, like a rehabilitation facility. Oh, lovely. Um, In Kent for like smaller animals. They've got like lemurs and then they've got like porcupines and skunks and like some other weird oh, things. Oh, that's cute. Um, but yeah, we get to go and like help bathe them and hold them and stuff I don't know but oh, she's very true. excited cuz she's super into animals. So. Are you
1: doing a full like sleepover like will she stay with you for yeah, a few nights? Yeah, my mom's out oh, so cuz well. my mom
0: that means my mom gets to come to London <laughs> and go out with her friends and oh, so my nice. sister'll stay with me. She bought me a Lego set of Central Perk for oh. my birthday back in October and she told me I had to save it till we could do it together. But this is going to be oh. the first time she's come here to spend the night at my flat so it's been sitting here waiting, so I think Saturday night when she gets here, we're going to be doing Building Central Park Lego, <laughs> and then Lovely. Sunday That sounds is like a lot zoo. of fun. So yeah, that'll awesome. be fun. Can't wait to tell you guys about that later.
1: Yeah. Um, but
0: let's dive in. So last week we covered um, the first, a little, a little more half. than half, of yeah, yeah. the Top 20 Travel Trends. Top not, not 15, t- top 15 fact. but the top yeah of 2020 that was my confusion. yes yeah yeah 2020 travel trends <laughs> which yeah, i can only uh, say I... one time faster than it all goes
1: <laughs> i really enjoyed it i think there was some fun stuff in there last week um uh i don't know if you uh, have been following on twitter but i'd been sending out people like questions asking people about their thoughts on vacations and mm-hmm. space tourism and uh yeah, I think a lot of people like kind of like the idea of, of space tourism at the very least. Had, I didn't get a lot of negative feedback on that. Um,
0: yeah, I did. it tourism, um, not so much. I did a poll on our Instagram of mm-hmm. like if you had to choose between, I think I like made the time scale of like all expenses paid one week on a cruise, but it, you either had to be 100% vegan or you'd be naked the whole time. It was uh, closer than I thought.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. So there were people who were like, no, I need meat. I'm going to have my yeah. dick for the whole cruise. Wow. There
0: was a lot of people that um, chose that they'd rather be naked than vegan. Uh, wow. Um, I would take
1: vegan. Um, alcohol's vegan, right? <laughs> uh,
0: actually, no. Not always. Oh, well, the
1: fuck no. I'm going to be naked. Um, I mean, so you can get vegan
0: beers and vegan wine, but you have to. It's because... The, the chemicals used to filter beer uh, and wine at the end is usually made from fish product, fish byproduct.
1: Yeah, see, that's, that's not going to work for me. I'm sorry, vegans. I, there's just certain things. Like I've heard that like, even avocado isn't vegan in some places because they have to move, they have to like ship bees around to um,
0: pollinate, what's the word I'm looking, pollinate.
1: So that's technically an animal product, even though it's, you know, it's, a, it's a fruit. Um, But I guess it depends on how militant you're going to be. I feel like if I did go vegan, I would need the alcohol to get get through it. Um, (laughs) So I'm sorry, fish. Fuck you. Um, You're fish. Uh, um, I I care more about mammals and and birds than fish.
0: You don't care about the ocean. I care about the ocean. ocean If if something has to die.
1: I mean, as they said, like, uh, I was reading an article the other day that um, in terms of protein, fish and, like, sea products are the lowest carbon impact obviously so they're saying unless the whole world's going to go vegan really fish proteins are the way of the future because they just they create so much less waste be pescatarian Um, yeah though the trick obviously would be that right now we have issues with overfishing so it would need to be really heavily regulated but yeah this article which was by the british greens i think basically was highlighting that unless you're planning to go vegan fish are the way of the future for or yeah i think i called it i
0: tried to do something similar like a diet similar to that when i was living back in california and i called it peskegan
1: so it was
0: like cause I still was like no dairy or anything like that, no yeah red meat or chicken. I've been doing my vegetarian during the week thing and I nice. almost made it through the first week and because I was so sick and couldn't think straight yesterday, I was like, I just really need soup. And so uh, I went to buy soup at lunchtime. And I swear to god, in my mind, I thought it just said mushroom and rice soup with like veggies, uh, and I was like, Great, awesome finished the soup and i was like wow this is delicious and then i read the back of it and i was like i wonder what's in here to make it so good and the first thing on the thing is chicken broth and then yeah <laughs> it said chunks of chicken and i was like what like it doesn't say it on the label and i turn it around it says chicken and mushroom and rice soup and i was like <laughs> how did i miss this you're just delirious yeah uh, i did the sickness. best i could and yeah, i'm gonna it's, continue it's... next week yeah
1: yeah i like that idea
0: But yeah, the whole vegan like I I mean I appreciate the vegan hotels with the not like the without the leather and the fur and shit like that, and then um, the space stuff, the naked stuff. It was cool. We covered it all. We need to dive into the rest of it because there are some interesting (sighs) things on the rest of this list.
1: Yeah, the first one's one I'm really interested in because it's something that uh, Rochelle and I sort of tried to do on our honeymoon. Uh, Not as basically, it's called a Spartan holiday. And it's not just a digital detox where you're just not taking your phone and your laptop, but it's also like being extremely minimalist. So, I mean, they were saying here, minimal packing, no tech, you know, only the clothes you're wearing. Um, And of course, because it's a business, there's all these places that, that, um, all these businesses that have set up these Spartan holidays where you can get away from the hustle and bustle. And instead of texting or doing Instagram, you're sketching or you're writing about your experiences or you're just being in the moment and yeah, hiking around.
0: Pen and paper instead of tech.
1: I yeah, love that they call yeah. up,
0: apparently there's a rise in forest micro hotels.
1: Forest micro hotels. Yeah.
0: So that's basically like um they've got one fuselage, unyoked <laughs> and VIP shelter. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically tiny holiday home rentals, but like very minimalist. Um, you know, no tech in them. Everything's by candlelight um, you only pack like one change of clothes and then i'm assuming you wash them by hand um, and then have something else to wear the next day i don't know but yeah lots of like you bring instruments instead of an ipod you have yeah journals and pens and paper instead of your phone
1: yeah i love the idea like we didn't go full detox on our honeymoon but for the first two weeks i made the agreement i hadn't taken a day off in five years mm-hmm um, so I, I I like you know prearranged with my work that I wouldn't be available and I didn't check my work email for for two weeks and it was lovely like it was we still obviously Instagram and we did some Pokemon Go and we snapped photos so we weren't off the grid but even just taking time away from my job which I never do um, felt really good yeah um, but I'd love to take a full detox like no texts no messages I like we grew up not having this yeah and yet I still find it so hard to imagine what it's like. Not being reachable twenty four seven, like yeah. it's just—it's been so long since like I got my first phone when I was eighteen, and even those they weren't smartphones, so it was just text or call. Yeah, um, and you're even hitting that, every I kind single
0: of... every single number three times to text a letter. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> but I kind of miss that. Like I, I mean, I'm, I'm not like the good old days, but. <laughs> I, I honestly, I hate that work can get me anywhere I am. Like, cause they, you know, they're based all around the world. I'll get calls at 1am, 3am, 6.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was and talking, It's uh, sorry to interrupt. I was talking to my stepdad about something similar to this. Cause he was like, I, I don't remember how it came up, but we were talking about how on planes now that they have Wi-Fi, and he's like, I fucking hate that. He's like, when I'm doing business trips and stuff like that, the plane was the one time that I could just uh-huh. not be reachable by work. And he's like, and now with Wi-Fi, they're expected to connect. So expected to be able to message you and get uh, a hold of you, yep. even if you're in the air. And you can be getting work done even when you're in the air. Um, yeah, it's getting
1: harder and harder to get off the grid. So I can definitely see why someone might want to pay to be forcibly taken off the grid. Because I think we can't yeah. be trusted. We no. can't be trusted to do this ourselves. I think I almost think it well, would be better if I could book a place, put everything in a little crate as I arrived. Yeah. And then they're just like, here's your, here's your yurt. Here's your tent. Enjoy your week. You know, you can all back next Saturday. Yeah,
0: I would love to do that. And honestly, I've done, I've done a couple things where I've been just from like, like when I was in Yosemite and stuff like that, like there was pretty much no service where we were camping. Um, and so you would take, like I would take things like pictures and things like stuff throughout the day, which... You know, kind of wish I didn't because that mm. I was still on the phone taking yeah. pictures, taking videos and stuff like that. But then I would just have to wait until I went to one of the lodges or something to connect to Wi-Fi to then upload things. Yep, yep. But, um, yeah, to just be like to have nothing and not be able <clears throat> to do anything and just enjoy it. It'd be I so honestly nice. think that sounds
1: amazing. Yeah, I miss, uh... you know,
0: one thing that I miss about having... Like, I, even before I had phones and stuff like that, like, when everyone just had home phones.
1: <laughs> uh uh-huh. Oh, yeah. My parents don't have one anymore. I'm like, how do I reach you? <laughs> like,
0: well, also because we don't memorize phone numbers anymore. I'm like, no. if I ended up in a dire situation where I needed to call someone for help, I don't know. Like, I still remember my phone, my home phone number from when I lived in California. But this was, like, 15 years ago, and it's not our number anymore.
1: <laughs> I remember two phone numbers. Uh, my sister's had the same phone number since she was 18. Uh, And for some reason, I just remember that one. And one of my best friends growing up, he's never changed phone numbers, so I still have that phone number. Even though not a lot he can do for me if I'm like stuck in Azerbaijan and I need help, like he's in Sydney. Well, that's what I like. Newcastle.
0: Well, that's what I like. I the other one, my best friend. I remember her parents home number because we didn't have cell phones. So we'd have to call each other's houses. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And our parents still live in the same house and still have the same phone number. <laughs> and so I'm like, I could call them and then hopefully they can get in contact with the right <laughs> authorities if I ever get in trouble.
1: Nice. It's always um, good to have a backup point. Or I can
0: call my mom and she could deal with it. But that's the only th- like Literally I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know any other phone numbers, but I like, I miss when you had plans with people and yeah. if it was past the suitable amount of time to, you know like reach them before they left the house like you had to show up you couldn't just not show up
1: yeah yeah. like be
0: incredibly late because i would probably wait for someone for like 20 minutes and if they weren't there i'd leave yeah and like you couldn't just text one and be like hey i'm running late like i've had people be like 45 minutes late and i just like they kept updating me with how late they were (laughs) so you just stay there and you sit there and you wait and i'm someone that's like i fucking hate when people are late it's one of my biggest pet peeves and i hate being late myself and I'm like, I miss the days when people couldn't just know that they could reach me as I'm waiting for them. Yeah, and you make had to really me commit wait to going longer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had no, to either uh, be
0: there or I would leave and not wait for you. Yeah. Maybe so that's what I just start doing. Maybe I just start leaving if someone's more than 15 minutes late, even if they text just me. To,
1: like, set, just text them a countdown timer. Yeah. Uh,
0: um,
1: I think, yeah, so I think we're pretty much in agreement on Spartan holidays, though. I think I don't think I want every holiday to be one, but I think as an experience, I would love to, you know, I mean, I'm not a good drawer, but I can write. Uh and I haven't written by hand since high school really. So it'd be kinda nice to like take a notebook and work on my novel out there and the you know, out in the vastness of nature and cook by a fire every night. I mean, if you if if you're listening and you bring up the article here, um there's this gorgeous picture of like a snow covered uh it's like a teepee, right? Yeah, it
0: looks like a teepee.
1: Yeah, and there's a fire inside you can see and it's out in the middle of like this like snow dusted pine it looks forest. Cold. <laughs> it looks cold but it looks gorgeous. Um, I mean, if I'm gonna be cold, I might as well be cold somewhere fantastic. Um, with a fire, yeah, uh, yeah, with a fire. I also road. feel like if
0: you look at that teepee, it's made of wood, and there's a fire on the inside. That just doesn't seem safe.
1: Well, I feel like that's how they they didn't. What else would they have built them from before uh, Europeans came to massacre them?
0: Uh, uh, I feel no, like, it I, I feel like wood probably
1: was it. I wood with like some, uh, animal skins.
0: I do love me some camping and some nature. Yeah. So I'm 100 percent on board. I would definitely do this. Maybe I yeah. need to look
1: into one in Europe I'm sure they exist Yeah, it's something, to, something to consider yeah. um, Now the next one's not as exciting Because we kind of talked about it a little bit already last week Which is the idea of having a climate neutral trip So we talked about Carbon uh, offsetting flight shaming. Yeah, we talked about uh, we talked about flight shaming We talked about the idea of electric planes But I don't know about you, but I've started paying for that carbon op- offset yeah. When I book a flight, if I can uh, If it's available, I like to It's I'm sure it's not doing much But I fly enough that I feel like I should be doing more Um, But, I mean, this is talking about how there's entire brands that are carbon neutral. So you can, like, choose to stay with them. Or if you book your trip through – sorry, if you search for your trip through a search engine called Ecosia Travel uh, and you use it to book your uh, hotels, they use the profits to plant trees. So, I mean, obviously, you're helping them out as a business, but then they're doing, you know, more than Expedia or Skyscanner is. Um, Yeah, I was just
0: looking at that. So Ecosia Travel – um, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a hotel search engine, so you know that the hotels that you're choosing are eco-friendly, which is quite yeah, interesting.
1: And, and then they're planting, um they're planting trees because I know they also like I'm looking at their site right now. They still use Booking.com or Go to Expedia to yeah. search for you, but they're also Probably planting like, trees.
0: Prices and stuff like that too.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure that not every hotel on here. I mean, they've got they've got thirty nine thousand, they've got three thousand nine hundred hotels in Amsterdam. I can guarantee you those are not all carbon neutral hotels Uh, i think it's the main selling point here is yes you're still booking a hotel that might not be uh you know carbon neutral itself but at least your when you book your profits are going towards planting extra trees so it's like you know if you're choosing between expedia or ecosia at least ecosia is doing a little bit more uh and you're still going to get a hotel at a good price because it's a search engine
0: it does also say that when you get your results your search results um, they do guide you to greener choices because they'll put a little green leaf next oh, nice. to the ones that they that to highlight um, which businesses that are shown share like their same their mission of you know being eco friendly and practicing sustainability or using sustainability products and stuff like that. So yeah. you can kind of through this. Yes, it does search the same sites that like other places would, but you can it gives you a better kind of like visual oversight of what the search results might
1: yeah you can make an informed decision so i mean i i might actually start looking at this just because um
0: yeah me too i I mean i I book
1: a lot of hotels through booking.com mostly because of the free cancellation but Mm i do that too but um you know i we should be doing a little bit more um i'm sure you end up paying a little more for staying at these like the greener brands because they obviously got because they can't use the cheap you know, mass-produced uh products they're going to be a little pricier to compensate for that but i think again it's one of those things that we're all going to have to start doing um as time goes on because let's face it the government's really not going to do anything uh, about it so we're going to have to do it for them
0: yeah i i mean i love this i'm going to start using that website as well and i've bookmarked it yeah it did say that there's and we'll, we'll, we'll i'll link it in our description for this episode if people want to find it but it is called ecosia travel um, and then there's also other brands that have what is this butterfly mark thing? It says. I
1: think it's similar to that leaf you were describing. So it's it's basically a what do they say? A positive luxury approved brand. So I guess it's it's luxury, but it's also sustainable. Okay. Yeah, indicates a, a commitment to sustainability, such as evolved traveler and balance holidays. So, so it's again basically. Other
0: engines that, or. I think they're they're like actual yeah they're actual places you can book trips, trips. that are yeah. eco friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. It's a good thing that we're moving that way. I was talking to um, a colleague yesterday. We were having, or um, was it a colleague? I was talking to my friend the other day, and it was like, you know that quote that's like, it's better to have, like, instead of one person doing things 100% perfectly, Mm -hmm. to have a million people doing it imperfectly. And so with things like trying to be better about how our impact on the environment, instead of one person doing every single like it's impossible like we were talking about this with brucey and Janice on the ecotourism episode like it's impossible to be a hundred percent perfect i mean unless yeah you're just yeah exactly with, in the forest and <laughs> <laughs> even then you gotta have some impact no one can be completely <sighs> impactless on the world no exactly um but if everyone it starts doing a little bit you know it moves the it moves the needle a little bit hopefully yeah exactly Towards. which is
1: that it's that baby steps that we have to take
0: exactly um so the next up is nomadic hotels so this yeah. is so, i guess similar to camping well, well a little
1: this it's nomadic but they said like basically they'll arrive at a private home or a temple uh the two the examples they give are in japan so there's a, a temple at koyasan and a traditional house in a fishing village called Ine. And basically, they arrive with they said here more than 100 trunks that basically open up into bars, beds, benches, sinks, kitchen stuff. So it's like a luxury experience. But the hotel is not a, uh, it's not in the same spot. Like they said here, they're only going to be in uh, in Japan from April to November. So then the hotel packs up and it moves on,
0: and then it goes um, to another place,
1: and it goes to another place. So it's kind of like a mix of. Glamping, uh, but also staying in like these really unique locations, like a fishing village in rural Japan. I think would be fascinating, mm-hmm. uh, having having hiked through that sort of area. Uh, and then Koyasan is one of uh, Japan's holiest uh, sites, so it's it's littered with temples and temple stays, and the biggest graveyard in Japan is there. Um, so to stay at a temple in Koyasan that also happened to sort of feel like a luxury glamping retreat sounds like a really unique experience. I mean, I can't imagine it's cheap but uh um, no i definitely kind of a...
0: don't think it's cheap and then i'm just my curiosity is like cuz it says a different location every 6 months like how do you i'm just thinking business wise like
1: i mean i i guess they've got a very niche i mean i can't imagine the big, big hotels or... yeah well maybe that's why they've got the longer lease you know 6 months they lease this temple or this house they it's all you know non it's all impermanent so they they can sort of leave afterwards like i know yeah. the tented camps on the serengeti they've got very strict rules about What permanent structures they can have in place, and it's very little because obviously it's a national park. Yeah, so I imagine it's similar, you know, they can't knock walls out or you know, damage heritage stuff. It's more like everything they do kind of fits into the existing space, people have a great time, and then they pack it all up and move on, and it reverts to being a traditional house or a temple.
0: Huh, I mean, yeah, I can't find any link to the actual company, yeah, but um, I'm not sure if someone was like, Here's an Oxbade. All expenses paid trip to experience this thing, I would definitely do it. But it does sound like something that would be really expensive. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not sure I'm, I'm down to spend a shit ton of money on I mean, if
1: I had the money, I'd be all over it because it sounds really unique. But yeah, I can't imagine this kind of like the picture has got bottles of wine and, and cushions thrown out all over the place. It looks it's like very... an Instagram
0: picnic, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like a picnic that no one's ever had. Yeah. Um, so I mean I'd love to try it. Uh, there's not a lot of information about how you try it. I can't even find a link to the brand. If you click the link in the article it just takes you to CNN Travelers Camping subcategory so not very well, useless. Very is the useful.
0: brand 700,000 hours?
1: Oh, maybe it is. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the brand. 700,000 hours.
0: H E U R E S. Oh, here we go. I'll yep, link the it. The first wandering
1: <laughs> hotel in the world. I found it. There so it's so a wa-
0: I like I like that name for it though. Wandering Hotel.
1: Yeah, it's like the world is too rich to settle for trips that all look alike. There are many different places to discover, so many thrills. Blah blah blah. I mean, it's very, um, it's very you know, kind of pretentious in that regard. Yeah, idea, I was gonna say like it cool. kind of honestly. <laughs> it
0: kind of comes up as being like very privileged people. Are yes, I, like
1: I can't imagine it's in my in my price bracket. But you know, uh, but it's, it's almost a cool like concept. what's
0: that like? You know, cause camping is that like we're paying to basically experience what it's like to live without a home (laughs) like like, a homeless person um but I love camping but for me it's more of the like I don't mind it's not so much the like I prefer sleeping on the floor than in a bed of course not but I love being out in nature and I love sitting around a campfire and I love being like going hiking every day and stuff like that um and like not having a tv to entertain me in the evening you have to just sit around and talk to each other um so I get the but this is almost like kind of doing that but I want it to be
1: it's like camping without having to camp in this case yeah, it's like but I'm camping in a luxurious even have Japanese to like, temple. Yeah, <laughs> not
0: even have to like, like they they have full up pop-up bars and
1: yeah. It's all sorts definitely of, like
0: it's, it's 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 like glamping on steroids who Yeah, who knew I, that it glamping sounds a little pretentious. Worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um well, on that topic, I guess the next one kind of ties in because it's um, just like how that is kind of like doing something very basic and then turning it into something needlessly fancy. The idea of lifestyle flights, this, which are, uh, which is kind of at odds with the other thing where it's like, we should fly less. We should use electric uh, planes. This is like, hey, we're going to make planes an even better experience. So people want to fly more often.
0: But also a lot less people can probably fit on it because of yes. all of the amenities that they're creating. They're creating... Bar. I mean, bars have already existed on planes for a while in like first class sort of things. Yeah, I've, I've had, uh, when
1: I flew, I flew Emirates business class for work once and uh, going to the stand-up bar and ordering a cocktail is, is definitely an experience that I didn't think I'd ever have on a plane. Um, especially I had to teach him how to make an old-fashioned, which I felt like is criminal that he didn't know. On a fancy um,
0: flight, yeah. On, yeah.
1: But I mean, but uh, this, this idea like, sort of takes it to the next level.
0: Yeah, it's, so they... Like so they already have bars, but they, now they're going to have areas for yoga and cl- communal dining, and then they've Bunk even beds, yeah. Play areas. But the turning cargo holds be turned into like kids play areas and clinics and la- what kind of clinics? What clinic I, do you need on a plane? I feel like it's
1: kind of uh, I mean it's probably Botox or something to be honest. Like, it's like <laughs> looking at the kind of the airlines attached to it, it's probably like you can get a quick Botox on your flight to wherever. I mean it's for long haul and it's obviously not something that they're going to make available to cattle class so i feel like this is the sort of thing that it's like you know carry on only the tickets are exorbitantly expensive there's probably only like 50 people on the plane instead of the usual like 300 but there's all these amenities it's it's for like the the stupidly wealthy i feel like
0: it's for it's for the like middle class wealthy where it's like you can't afford to
1: you don't have a private you don't have jet. a private jet
0: yet you're not that rich to have a private jet but
1: i like you said middle class wealthy like it's like, it's, it's like the, it's like they only have one super yacht, that kind of wealthy. <laughs> they haven't bought their second super yacht yet. They're not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> this is just um,
0: ridiculous. I, mean, I can't even believe that. I mean, I can, but I can't.
1: I mean, I'd love to be on a flight that had amenities like that. Cause I, I, I do a lot of long haul going back to Australia from anywhere is pretty much always a long flight. So it would be nice to have something a bit more comfortable, but I'm never going to be able to afford a lifestyle flight and I feel like it's counter to the whole idea that we should be flying less and we should be being more carbon neutral not not making flying more of an experience than it needs to be. Well
0: that's because also it's it's you'd have to offset a lot more carbon whatever because it's transporting less people in a bigger mm-hmm. device or a bigger Yes, thing. yeah,
1: cuz it's like it's the same plane going distance, but with less people on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which to be fair with the long haul, because apparently, what what not it like the less layovers you have, the better it is for the environment? but
1: uh, Yeah, I believe so, yeah. But, uh, that makes sense. So it's
0: a super long haul flight. So they are getting us you know, to farther places without having to stop, but with a lot less people because they're making rooms for all this. If you can't go, I mean, I get it. There's been a lot of studies done on like these super long haul flights and the psychological impact of them. But fucking pop a Xanax and take a nap, man.
1: I've done I've done forty five hours. Uh obviously. On with one layovers. plane? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> with layovers. But I mean if I can survive forty five hours, you can survive your probably at maximum sixteen to seventeen hour flight. Yeah, I think it's eighteen
0: um, is the new one from London to Melbourne.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean it sucks. Like it's not great fun, but I did I did forty five with like a bunch of layovers in shitty, shitty airports. Um, with not enough time to actually relax. So it basically felt like I was on a plane the whole time. Uh, 18's not that bad. Yeah. I've done that. A, a, I've done 16 a f- so many times now going to the U S so yeah, suck it up princesses and princes.
0: <laughs> who probably don't listen to this podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, who knows? I hear we've got quite a following amongst the wealthy elite of, uh, of the UAE. <laughs> <laughs> they love being called comebaggers. In, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, if if, like, like I said, if someone fucking was going to give me an all expenses paid trip on a flight like this, because to experience it, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I'm not paying for this.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, uh, it's not something I'm ever going to aspire to take. So the next one's one that I think we can both kind of get behind and it's, it's what's called a hometown. So it's kind of like if, if Airbnb and a hotel had a baby, so you're staying in a home. Uh, so you get that homey feeling of being, you know not in a, a soulless uh, hotel room but you've got all the amenities of a hotel so it's the like, description throws
0: like the best way that i like could think of describing it to people that have never heard of it it's like it's basically like staying in a, a building full of flats but yeah like a service
1: department but with a little extra the service
0: of a hotel so yeah, people so come they're... And clean it and mm-hmm. yep. yeah they
1: pack your fridge with your favorite snacks they pick you up from the airport they they have uh, like nicer amenities like instead you know you're getting the the kind of fancy hotel bathroom stuff instead of whatever the person who owns the house would have yeah so it's kind of like i'm sure again it's it's like needlessly expensive it'll be like probably more expensive than a hotel or an airbnb but i mean if you're especially if you're in a place for a long time you know it could be nice to have the comforts of a home but not have to do your own laundry or you know, take out the garbage every every like morning, you know? So it's like this this middle ground that I kind of think is cool.
0: I mean, it is probably definitely expensive. Like, I was even looking into if I went somewhere... Because I was looking into maybe going somewhere in France if I didn't have to go to New York. And I was looking mm-hmm. at, like, Airbnbs because you can get a discount if you book them by the month. And so I was like, oh, I can just do a month <coughs> somewhere and then two weeks somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Or if I have to go back to New York for a bit of time anyways, then I'll just do those two weeks back in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: the airbnbs are still so expensive so i just imagine this Oh my with God, staff yeah, as place, well yeah
1: exactly <laughs> um the place we're renting here is an airbnb um so it was listed but we contacted them off airbnb i'm like hey we'd like to rent your apartment for four months can you do a better price than i think it was like 30 us a night which obviously was a bit a bit yeah. rich over the course of a uh, four months and so they were like yeah you can have it for 500 us a month Wow. um which is good like it's a nice apartment in a great location dishwasher washing machine everything you'd need um how did you contact so I'm really happy them with
0: separately it.
1: um i think rochelle's in like a group for she was in a group for people looking for homes and the owner just contacted her like was like hey i've got an apartment on airbnb have a look if you like it we can oh, okay. out. But, but i had a few who i just texted on airbnb i just said hey i'd love to talk about your property here's my email because it's against it's against Airbnb's terms to rent your room out other ways, mm-hmm. which seems kind of shitty because it's your room. Um, so then they would email me and be like, "Hey, come by. We can have a look at the place. If you like it, we can work out a better price." Yeah.
0: And then because air the whole point is that like Airbnb gets a cut, don't they?
1: They get a chunky cut. They yeah, the service fee,
0: cleaning fee is
1: not cheap. I think the cleaning fee goes to the homeowner because the cleaning the homeowner's the one who has to clean it. Um, not always. But the service because, fee.
0: Um, my our family friends just moved to New York and they're Airbnb, they their flat here in London and they've just got an Airbnb management company. Oh. So that's it's cool. like it's like a small it's a, it's a private business, but their mm. specialty is managing Airbnb properties oh, okay. for you. So especially for people that like have investment properties that they live in a different country or different state or something and they can't manage the property in person. Yes yeah, they just hire this other one to do it. Um, yeah but it also means that when our family friends come home they have to pay to stay in their own house
1: oh that's because weird, it annoying. takes
0: it off of their like <sighs> listing obviously they have to block out the dates and then the other the company still has to come in and clean it before another guest oh. can come in. so they get it at like a discounted price obviously but they still have to pay to stay in their own house oh rough but yeah
1: that's kind of we stayed in a place in vegas like that like it was a it was like the the brand was, you know, that, uh, is it Wynyard Hotels or something? The Wyndham, Wyndham, yeah. was it? Uh, it was Wyndham branded and it had Wyndham staff downstairs, but each room was actually a, a full-on apartment. And different companies were managing different apartments, like within that building. So you had access to the Wyndham staff downstairs, but we booked through one lady who managed five apartments. There was another lady who had seven so it was kind of it's kind of like a homestay but it it didn't feel quite uh-huh. as as nice as these ones look.
0: Yeah, I mean um, these look like just basically beautiful modern flats. We actually for my um work we actually have a client that they have they're a homestay company and they have a location in London and a location in Southampton and they just these two big buildings and they're basically like flats but then they manage them like they would a hotel. So the rooms get cleaned every day unless you put a do not disturb thing on and they replenish, they take all the trash for you. They replenish everything for you, straighten everything up. Um, and they're nice and modern.
1: Huh. And Best of both worlds. If I could
0: afford it, I mean, hell, I would totally stay one.
1: <laughs> that, that could just be the name of this episode if we could afford it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. The second half of this list is like very... It's,
1: it's a little inaccessible. <laughs> Although the next one is, is one that everyone can have access to right now i don't Um, know which is but i mean everyone
0: has access to but it doesn't mean you
1: can afford it well true but i mean well i mean the idea of a foodie airport which is just it's not like a, a designated foodie one it's just the 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 trend towards having better quality food in restaurants and like if you've ever flown through through guangzhou airport or lax or addis ababa you'll know that like often the food is just like it's fast food or it's crap um so they're talking, the one they really highlight here is Changi airport in Singapore, which is the best airport in the world. Um, and it has really fancy places you can go eat though. Like they mentioned, uh, burger and lobster I love from, burger from London. and
0: lobster. I love that place,
1: but they also have just really nice affordable restaurants. There's a cinema there. You can take a free bus into town and do a Singapore tour on a long lever. When you land on a Singapore airline, uh, on Singapore airlines, if you go and show your ticket to this counter in the airport, they'll give you these vouchers, which are like Changi dollars. Um, but you can spend them. You don't need to spend any cash. So I got uh, like my dinner and I bought a uh, thing of aftershave at Changi Airport. And all I paid out of pocket was like $10. Because like the rest was covered by these Changi dollars. Cut
0: for
1: deodorant? Uh, no, no, aftershave. Oh. Like nice cologne. Oh, cologne. Um, okay. I'm
0: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fucking expensive. No, sorry.
1: <laughs> no. no it, was like, uh, it was like $70 for the bottle and I had like $60 in, in Changi cash. Uh, and then the rest, and then I had a little for the food. I went and got like, uh, you know, a sandwich and a drink. And that was completely free. They don't give you change from your Changi yeah, dollars. So, but it's kind of cool. Like it, it makes being at the airport more of an experience. Like uh, the other example they give is the new Beijing airport, which I haven't been through yet, but it has a Michelin recommended uh, wonton noodle outlet. They mention um, JFK. JFK has some really fancy restaurants now. I and was I think-
0: at, um, I can't remember what airport it was, but it would have been either London um or new york maybe mm-hmm.
1: um
0: but they've i've seen and I've, i think i've seen this at multiple airports but i've seen a lot of like champagne and caviar places
1: yeah basically. yeah yeah um milan not milan's main airport but milan Bergamo, i think it's called which is the the budget carrier one had this really nice like indoor like italian restaurant themed courtyard with a bunch of different cafes and you could get really good pasta and wine by the glass and it, was, it, was, it wasn't even expensive. Like, even for an airport, it was about what we were paying in town. Um, but it was a really nice sort of meal to have right before getting on the plane compared to grabbing McDonald's or Subway or a Starbucks coffee. Like, it was a legit sit-down restaurant with music playing and, you know, waiters bringing wine around. It was really nice. Um, yeah. So I definitely think it's, it's a growing trend. I mean,
0: but the other thing is, I'm like, it's already so fucking expensive to buy food at the airport. And then now you're going to throw in, like, a Michelin place that's going to be even more expensive than the actual Michelin restaurant in town
1: (laughs) possibly but I mean it depends what you're flying for like like for our honeymoon I would have loved to have something a bit better than than like Subway. like it's for an occasion um obviously every time I go to the airport I'm not going to go to the fancy restaurant but if I've had like a really unpleasant flight or I know that I'm about to go on a really fun trip and I want to start off on the right foot I don't mind paying a little extra um I think it's better than the past where you paid a lot for crap food at least now you can pay a lot for good food yeah um, I do kinda... I do
0: always like I'm not splash out but I always go to the restaurants in an airport I don't usually go to like a food court um, I like to go and sit down and have a meal and have a couple beers yeah. or have some wine
1: exactly um, like it's and they're not and now, fancy and it's... ones
0: but it's better than you know ordering the fast, food fast food or and sitting in the yeah and then you end up just feeling shit on your flight anyways
1: yeah, exactly. So I, I, I can get behind it. It's not for everyone. Obviously, I'm not going to go to a fancy cake boutique um, <clears throat> right before I get on a flight. But uh, you know, I, I might grab if there's like a really good Mexican restaurant or a really good uh, dim sum restaurant at an airport. I'll, I'll take that over, um, you know, uh, Cinnabon. Yeah.
0: Uh. You know me. I don't no matter what time it is, as long as I can get myself a margarita or a beer <laughs> uh, at an airport bar restaurant facility then i'm happy (laughs) so
1: you're laughing yeah
0: um, so the lucky
1: last one are we are we are we doing it
0: yes this one fucking cracks me up so much it's
1: again one i can't afford but i love the idea of it. Uh, i'll let you do the intro because i need to cough profusely with my microphone
0: okay uh so the next one on the list is hipster cruises Um, So this is, of course, Richard Branson's behind one of them. Virgin Voyages, which are taking to the seas this year in 2020. And it has a vessel called the Scarlet Lady. And it is appealing to... Its aim is to appeal to, like, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. So there's going to be a tattoo parlor, karaoke studios, an open-air gym, probably fucking...
1: Full of no what is the what is the
0: <laughs> stupid like gym especially the c that everyone does crossfit it's probably Co- crossfit oh god
1: CrossFit. <laughs> No. Uh, a
0: vinyl record shop curated by Ooh. music producer mark ronson why um, not all of the bars on the boat will have their own brand of craft beer and then of course the restaurants that will have cbd cocktails and vegan impossible burgers
1: <laughs> damn i'm sorry i, I I don't identify as a hipster, but this sounds amazing. I know! I, I mean, was thinking that too! <laughs> I don't want a tattoo, maybe, but I mean, oh, I I'm not going to be pretentious enough to do an open-air gym, but I'd totally be all about craft beer and fancy fancy restaurants. And karaoke? Shit, yeah. Like, that's this is my kind of dream cruise.
0: Well, also, so like, cruises, the thing is, they're, do- they're making a good move here, appealing to younger generations, because right now, cruises are like, you know, geared towards families and retirees. And mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of, like, young people.
1: Unless they're, like, a theme cruise, like, you know, the, the pro the wrestling one that's going on right now. <laughs> the... Naked's not a theme, it's a lifestyle. <laughs>
0: I didn't even know there was a pro wrestling cruise.
1: It's on. It was on last week. Uh, Chris Jericho uh, ran it. They taped a whole show on it and everything.
0: That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's not really, like, you know, because the trend, well, not the trend, but the theme for the younger generation is more to go backpacking. Um, not to just be on a boat across the ocean and like make, you know, one day stops and one off ports. Uh So I've never, my grandma's going on a cruise. She just, I was actually speaking to her last week. She got all the way down to Florida from North Carolina to go on this cruise and they ended up staying on the boat in port for two nights before they had to get off because the, one of the, um, whackers is what they're called apparently, but basically a thingy. I can't think of what it's called.
1: Oh, a thingy. Yeah. color
0: (laughs) You're not helping. (laughs) You could have guessed propeller. The, yeah, the whacker was broken. And so they couldn't let him off the boat because they couldn't get customs back to, like, check people back into the U.S. Oh, right. Um, So they just had to stay in port on the boat. But she's like, we got to go see a bunch of free shows and got to eat a bunch of food. And they ended up refunding them their whole... I was about package, to say, they have to. Plus gave them $700 towards a new cruise. So Ooh. she's going on another one in March uh, in the Western Caribbean, so like Jamaica and Mexico. Nice. And stuff like that. And because she's got all this extra money towards it, she's doing a bunch of excursions. But I'm like, I don't want to be on a boat with a bunch of kids and a bunch of
1: I'm no, retirees. this is, no, I'm not But
0: like, this cruise, I would totally do this Like, everyone that's going to go and, on I mean, people, this boat people for... Are going to be people my age
1: <laughs> Yeah, because Gen Y is not young anymore Like, Gen Y is, you know, we're Gen Y, so in our 30s Yeah um, So it's like, we, we're we going to be the people taking cruises Over the next 20 or 30 years yeah. The boomer market's kind of winding down Yeah um, <laughs> Dying so out So it makes sense <laughs> Oh, I was going to say it. I didn't want to... I mean, I I have some boomers in my life that I love. Like, obviously, not everyone who was born in a certain time period is a shitty person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that generation is definitely on the way out and it makes sense to start getting to Gen next. Y and Gen Z interested in cruises now because in 20, 20 years, we're going to want that more traditional, relaxing cruise that your grandma's going yeah. on. But right now, we want to do one with craft beer and a tattoo parlor and Mark Ronson uh, selling us vinyl.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want... Like, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the idea of going on something like a, like a party cruise. So it's like where everyone's just getting shit faced and passing out. No, and yeah. everywhere. So like, I would, I still want it to be relaxing and, you know, go to some shows and eat some food. And most cruises are all inclusive, aren't they?
1: Uh, usually the food's all included but often you'll have to pay extra for the drinks package and then it becomes all yeah. inclusive and i
0: think my grandma said that like there were some like fancier restaurants on the boat that you had to pay extra for yeah yeah that there sounds was, about right like most of the food areas were all inclusive
1: yeah i mean i haven't done one yet
0: yeah i i mean this sounds great to me i would i would definitely do it i can't remember if I could um it. yeah if i could afford it i mean <laughs> cruises They're usually like about eight or nine days and they're about $1,500. And that to me, like I get it later on when I'm don't maybe have the energy or the appeal to
1: plan a whole thing, plan
0: a thing and fly and travel that way to get around to a few different places in one trip. But also for me, I'm just not someone that like wants to go to five different places in one week.
1: No, no. That doesn't sound like a fun trip to me. I want to go one place for
0: one week and then. Yeah. And actually get to know it. Yeah and then the next trip goes somewhere else
1: yeah I don't know if I'd even I mean I'd get off the cruise ship just because you know you're there yeah. but it's not my ideal way to see a place like it it would feel no different than a layover you know yeah. like oh I've been to Hong Kong I had a layover there and I had to spend a night in an airport hotel Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how a cruise stop feels to that's me that's kind
0: of how I felt about even our Scottish trip that we just did because we only spent one night in each place and then we were on the road yeah. the next day and so i'm like i really need to go back to scotland but now but it, because i got a, like a little taste of places like i know that glasgow's not really the place for me and inverness is definitely not the place for me but i'd love to go back no. and spend some more time on like the little fishing towns and stuff like that
1: yeah 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 on the on the west coast yeah
0: because that was amazing yeah, and really i really want things. to go to the isle of sky but like now i know that because i had a taste of it but I would go yeah, back and yeah. spend longer time in places I know I'll enjoy.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how I felt about about um, a lot of parts of Asia that I've been to. Like, I still, even though I lived in China and I've traveled there a lot and I have political issues with the, the place, there's still places I really want to go there and I really want to get back and see. Yeah. Uh, because I've had a taste of, like, I only spent a week in Sichuan. I only spent five days in Yunnan. And I know there's so much more to see in these massive provinces. So I feel like a cruise, I mean, a lot of the places you're stopping, at least on the ones in the Pacific, aren't necessarily like fascinating destinations in their own right like often it's like the isle of pines or i know vanuatu is usually a stop which would be cool but they're not like like i mean i feel like jamaica and the bahamas and stuff have a bit more going on than these smaller you know almost they exist for cruises to stop at yeah
0: um
1: with apologies to vanuatu they have a very good rugby league team (laughs) not really they have one um no but i'd be all about a hipster cruise um i think it'd be something fun again if i could afford it i would totally do it
0: yeah honestly i think that is going to be the title of this episode if i could afford if it. if i could afford it, <laughs> here's the yeah. rest of the 2020 travel trends um much less accessible so kind of to just like do a recap so obviously the trends for this year are moving a lot more towards eco-friendly um, yeah, yeah experiences but also luxury i feel like things are going a lot fancier
1: but, like, personalised luxury, almost. Like, it's not massive, you know, 500-room palaces. It's, like, gorgeous converted temples. Very or niche. These very niche luxury. Like, again, stuff I can't afford.
0: But even, like, I was um, thinking even, like, the luxury bunks and the hotels. It's, like, yeah, trying to make things comfier, I guess. And then...
1: Yeah, they're definitely not aiming anything in this article at, at, at backpackers. No. There's no one reading this going, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to forego my six-month backpacking trip for a night on a plane that has a gym
0: (laughs) no i know it's probably cost the same Um, uh but yeah with between like the vegan hotels the flight shaming the electric planes the you know green search
1: engine yeah yeah. the
0: disconnecting what was that one the um Uh, like the spartan Spartan holidays Holidays, yeah and like that sort of stuff is i mean even
1: a vacation is kind of (laughs) off the grid i mean where do you put your phone (laughs) (laughs) in your hand oh i suppose that's what they're for yeah
0: but yeah, so, and I think you're still allowed to wear backpacks and stuff. I mean, they had, they mentioned like nude hiking and stuff like that.
1: Oh, I suppose, yeah, you'd need something. You probably even need shoes, to be honest. I'm like, hiking through the wilderness without shoes sounds like a tick terrible idea.
0: If you're hiking in the nude. <laughs>
1: oh, or a leech. Oh, no, no, no. I no. did
0: love the Ancestry Holiday, what we mentioned last week. That was a good Which,
1: yeah, I think that sounds a like great fun. One.
0: What was, okay, so yeah. what would be your top three out of this list that you would either really want to do? Or would
1: be willing to do. Is money not an option? Money's not an like, option. Not Everything's not a... paid okay. for. S- sorry. All right. So then for me, uh, Ancestry Travel. Are you doing this in uh... any particular order?
0: Or are you just picking three? No, I'm just okay. picking them
1: out. I think Ancestry Travel, the hipster The hipster cruise sounds like fun. Oh, oh bless you. Really <laughs> no, that was a burp. I'm sorry, people at home. I've had too much aloe vera juice. <laughs> um, I'm torn between space tourism or um, the Spartan holiday. Um, cause they'd both be such, I'm going to go Spartan holiday. Cause as cool as the space tourism sounds, um, it, in my lifestyle, I think it would be amazing to have like a whole week without, without any internet access yeah. or technology.
0: Um, I mean, I like the the space travel, like hugely appeals to me. Yeah. Um, just because I'm such an astronomy geek. I love the stars mm. and constellations and all that stuff. Um, if it's just the 90 minute, suborbital hops into space no that's not going to make my top three but if no. they build this in 2025 the like space the hotel space and SpaceX and like have the f- bars and restaurants and private residences and stuff like that like
1: oh i'd be all I, over that
0: 100 that would be on my list of like yes top agreed. Three. but for this year not going to happen um i wouldn't choose it then so mine would probably be hmm I like the Spartan... I really like the Spartan Holidays. Um, mm-hmm. I like the... I mean, but I... Can I just... <laughs> like, Come on, I you wanna, made the rules. No, no, I want to like fully disconnect. Well, they're tiny holiday home rentals in and, and the one in Wyoming, Jackson Hole.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I also really like the Hipster Cruise. So I would do the Hipster Cruise, mm-hmm. the Spartan uh, Holiday, and then... I'm on board for uh, electric planes. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know if I'd go out
1: of my way to be on one, but I would prefer. Like, I think it's a good idea. I don't know if it feels like to me, like a holiday I would choose. What are you doing this holiday? Flying in an electric plane.
0: That seems cool, though. Uh -uh. Um, No, I I mean, Ancestry Travel is also awesome. To be fair, some of these things are not holidays, like the flight shaming and stuff like that, and carbon neutral offsetting. These are just trends. Yeah, no no one's going to pick that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Oh well, we, we
1: did, we did it. it. We did we it. It. We made it. We're not it dead yet. We're
0: still alive.
1: I'm gonna go straight to bed uh, as soon as we're done here. I have to it's get it's my two p.m.
0: Hair at one thirty. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. I'm um, oh, going see, to go we're a mess. get myself some breakfast and take a shower and hopefully i'll feel a little bit better i have this thing when i'm sick where like i feel the worst in the morning when i wake up and then right before i go to bed at the end of the day Mm, but for some reason in the middle of the day i get like surge of energy so trying to get as much done as i can while i have the surge of energy and then oh um,
1: i am not having that i am like I. I, Rachelle just got really nice looking food delivered and i'm just like i'm just gonna crawl into bed and die for a little while and then i'll eat later (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I've also just uh, been sitting down. So when I start moving, it could be a whole other a whole, other ball, whole other ball game. All right. Well, feel better. Um, you for everybody too. Uh, if you listening, I hope you're not getting sick. <laughs> I hope you're. Yeah, not stay happy safe, and people. Healthy, and, uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have not reviewed us yet, please do so. It means a lot. Please. And we will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.